Well, hello and welcome to the Informed Traveler podcast, a weekly travel podcast where our goal is to help you become a more informed traveler. And I'm your host, Randy Sharman. In a few seconds, travel expert Onanta Forbes will join us to discuss the latest happenings in Maui after that devastating wildfire. And we'll try and answer the moral dilemma of when visitors should return to Maui. Plus, did you know that August 23rd is Cheap Air Day? I always hope that every day is cheap air day, but apparently that day marks the end of the busy summer travel season and the beginning of a downward trend in airfares. So we'll learn more about it from the folks from Cheapo Air in this week's podcast. And Ken Stewart from Crowfoot Travel Solutions will be along later to give us a few destination ideas and travel deals with our weekly roundup. But first, let's kick things off chatting with travel expert Ananta Forbes, who joins us each week to discuss some of the travel news and travel trends. You can follow her adventures on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Onanta Forbes. Onantaforbes.com is her website. Hi, Onanta. Hi, Randy. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Let's talk about uh, Maui and the situation going on there. Um, obviously, they're still picking up the pieces after that devastating wildfire, but what are some of the things you have heard from your travel agent sources? Um, well, checking different sources, as you say, like um, the tourism board, as well as the various newspapers, and listening to the government speak. The Hawaii Tourism Authority issued an update detailing information for travelers. And they're saying that visitors uh, largely heeded the call to leave now in the early days of this disaster and in the weeks ahead. The collective resources and attention of the federal, state, and country um, county governments, the West Maui community, and the travel industry are focused on the recovery of residents who lost loved ones, homes, their belongings, and businesses. Travel to the rest of the Hawaiian Islands is still possible, and travelers heading to other parts of uh, the island, Maui, including Kahului, Wakalu, uh, Wailuku, Kihei, Wailea, and Makena should contact their chosen accommodation to see if they can still stay there. Access to West Maui is currently restricted due to safety reasons, and hotels in West Maui have stopped booking future reservations and will continue to do so until electrical power, water, and communications infrastructure has been repaired. Hotels are instead housing their employees and their families, other evacuees, and first responders. And at this time, over a thousand people are being housed in in West Maui hotels, which I think is a very um, uh, awesome um, approach to mm-hmm. helping those in need and their neighbors, their friends, their family. Um, other um, entities that are helping out, um, vacation rental owners and those with available spaces are encouraged to help house displaced West Maui residents. Um, potential sanctuary givers um, can learn and sign up at the Fire Relief Housing Program website. Additionally, Airbnb.org will provide free and temporary stays uh, to a thousand people through their hosts, um, and if uh, travelers uh, travel plans have been affected by the recent fires, the major airlines that fly to Kahanui Airport are offering flexible change and cancellation policies for impacted in- individuals. And if you'd like to aid, and if you can, in West Maui's recovery, please donate to the Maui Strong Fund 
And that was established by Hawaii's Community Foundation. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, it's just an all-around uh, sad situation. And, you know, it's just like anybody who's thinking about uh, going to Maui in the next few weeks, uh, it's just like, you know, just stay away. Let them work on their recovery. And when they're ready, they'll let you know. Is that sort of the, the idea that you get to? Yes, absolutely. So if you had planned to visit Maui in August, postponed your trip, September, wait and see. October onwards, they, they need your support and please don't cancel. But please keep in mind that this is a moving target and they may find that they can't take care of the displaced in that time frame. Um, however, staying in West, uh, West Maui is, is, is different. They don't know when things will open up safely without uh, your visiting, creating a negative impact. So very much if you uh, book through a travel agent, uh, be sure you contact them um, to know what's going on and so that we can help you, um, you know, make a decision, um, an informed decision of whether you, you know, when you're making um, plans, if you should go or not. But most, you know, they do need, the businesses in Maui do, do need visitors to build back their economy. So they are encouraging when it's safe and when it's the time, right time to visit to frequent the restaurants, stores, and shops. But be very careful with your curiosity when with the locals you meet. They may offer their story and they may not. One thing for sure, don't step foot in the Haina town. Do not take a selfie with somebody's burnt house behind you. This is a tragedy that will haunt the lives as a community forever. And there's a very short fuse for disrespectful actions, by the way, of visitors. Um, and if you are staying in Kahana, Kanapali, Napili, and Kapaluau, use the bypass when traveling and stick to unaffected areas. Um, they also encourage people to uh, volunteer volunteer for a day on the, your trip and there's plenty of opportunities and you'll be accepted with open arms. Yeah, that's uh, one idea, right? If you can uh, spare some, if you have the physical ability to do it, why not go and volunteer for a day? And if you can't, well, there's ways to donate uh, money as well. And it is sort of this moral dilemma, right? On the one hand, uh, Maui does need the tourists to come visit. And on the other hand, you know, like, stay away <laughs> you know they're not they're not ready and and we're talking about a whole town that was destroyed like uh, but it doesn't affect all of the areas of maui right no it doesn't and um neither does it affect all of uh, the rest of the hawaiian islands the areas of maui unaffected physically by the fires everywhere except west maui and parts in the upcountry um so that means you can visit and enjoy the beauty and the law of the island and people um, while supporting Maui. What's open is South Maui, which is like um, Kihei, Wailea, McKenna, Central Maui, Kahalua, um, North Shore, East Maui. Um, so travel to Kauai, Oahu, Molokai, Lanai, and other parts of Hawaii Islands are not affected by this time at this time. 
Mm-hmm. So again, this is kind of, and we harp on this all the time about travel insurance and those types of uh, protections. If you did have a trip to Maui and now you get to cancel, I know there's some re- airlines offering refunds and those types of things. But it, again, the importance of travel insurance, right? Absolutely. And especially trip cancellation, interruption and disruption. Um, also, you bring up a good point about um, airlines with regards to their, they're trying their best to um, uh, have flexible rebooking or cancellation policies. Um, so go to the various websites of Air Canada, WestJet, and that's, um, you know, what a lot of Canadians use to get to Hawaii. Um, and then also go to the um, Hawaii Tourism Authority website, and they have a frequent fly or a frequent ask questions um, section that you can look at, as well as Hawaii Emergency Management Agency updates. We have some um, news relating to the wildfires, and both the Maui News and the Honolulu Star um, advertiser are providing regular updates on the situation as it unfolds. And that's what it is. It's a, a situation that changes almost every day. And so I guess that's sort of the the best piece of advice is just to keep an, uh, an eye on what's going on. And if you do have a trip plan, contact the hotel or if you have a travel agent you're working with, mm-hmm. uh, keep in touch with them, right? Absolutely. And we work really closely with our um, travel partners um, in Hawaii. And for an example, our senior executive for Hawaii and the French Polynesia for Marriott popped by our office yesterday, uh, Diener Snively, and we appreciate his update and his care in showing how that we can show aloha to our friends in Hawaii. And most of all, our thoughts are with the people of Hawaii in this very distressing time. Mm-hmm. Our heartfelt condolences to those who have lost family and friends and wish those who were injured in a um, who were injured uh, a speedy recovery. Onanda Forbes is a travel expert. You can follow her on Instagram, Facebook, and X at Onanda Forbes. OnandaForbes.com is her website. Always good uh, chatting, Onanda. Thank you. Take care. Well, did you know August 23rd is Cheap Air Day? It's the day that marks the end of the busy summer travel season and the beginning of a downward trend in airfares. So joining us now to tell us more about it is Daniel Hayter. He is the Associate Director for Cheapo Air. Cheapoair.ca is the website. Hi, Daniel. Hi, Randy. Thank you so much for having me on today. Really looking forward to our talk. Well, Cheapo Air, the name kind of says it all, but tell me just a little bit about Cheapo Air, what you do and how you do it. Of course, yeah, happy to. So CheapoAir.ca is really the leading value-based solution for air travel. Um, So we're an online travel agency. You can visit us at CheapoAir.ca. And really, our company differentiator is that our heritage is in flights. So we you know, we do offer other things like car rental options, um, hotel booking options. But with CheapAware.ca, the real differenti- differentiators are technology-based focus on flights and our sort of unique relationships that we have with over 500 airlines around the globe to bring the best travel prices to to our customers. Nice. Well, and then there's a big, exciting day happening uh, August the 23rd. Do I have that day right? It's Cheap Flight Day. What is that all about? I, I would Correct, hope that yeah. 
I would hope that every day is cheap flight day, but that's <laughs> <laughs> that's just me hoping. <laughs> so we, yeah, of course, throughout the year, we always do the best that we can to offer our customers the best value for their travel. But cheap flights day, it's coming. It, it's on the twenty third. It's coming up, and it's really uh, sort of a a moment in the calendar, and it's a bit of a trend where airlines typically. Uh, we'll see their fares start to drop following the peak summer travel season. Um, and historically, over the past few years, this is really the time of year, late August, when the summer travel rushes over. You know, unfortunately, also means we're getting towards the end of the summer. It's another sign of that. Um, and the airlines are looking to start to reel travelers in with great offers and deals on travel for the fall period or even for the end of year holiday season. Um, and at CheapAware, our mission's always been to help customers save on travel so that they can have more money available to spend during their vacation when they get to their destination. And we feel as though we're kind of an ambassador for Cheap Flight Stay because of the similarity with our name, CheapAware. And so we're happy to sort of raise awareness of this and let Canadians know that uh, that they can they can get some great uh, great deals. And I can tell you a bit more about that because we've actually done some some data mining and uh, and analytics to understand what what type of savings are available. Yeah, I was going to ask just how much of a price difference are we looking at? And I, I, I would guess that it depends on the destination. Some destinations are popular all year round, right? Correct. Absolutely. And, you know, this is really important for Canadians because of everything that's going on right now with inflation and cost of living and the cost of groceries, the cost of gas, just the cost of everything. Any way that we can help Canadians to, to save some of their hard-earned cash is really important to us. Um, so we've conducted some analysis through our data analytics, and we've really taken a comprehensive look at travel cost trends um, for the coming for the period that's coming up, end of August, early September, compared to the peak travel season of the summer, which is really in June and July. And what we've seen through our own analytics is that there's actually now, with if you're looking for uh, for to travel after uh, August 23rd, so August 23rd is cheap flight stay. If you're looking to travel after that date. Um, on average, there's actually a savings of uh, around 17% for a domestic flight, a Canadian domestic flight, when you compare that period after August 23rd versus the peak summer travel period, which was back in June and July. So 17% mm-hmm. saving for a domestic flight. For international, it's actually a 21% saving. Um, so, so, so some real, you know, some real concrete savings available to Canadian travelers, whether it's for travel internationally or uh, or domestic travel within Canada. Now, mm-hmm. of course, you, you know, also <clears throat> important to note that, that that this doesn't mean that all airfares are cheaper. Um, some may be more expensive, uh, and really it depends on availability, frequency of flight. But on average, that's what we've seen: seventeen percent drop for domestic flights and twenty-one percent drop for international flights when we compare against the peak season back in June and July. And I guess it depends when you book. Like if I'm looking for a flight to London, England tomorrow, uh, I'm probably not going to get a cheap one. But if I look for one a couple months down the road, maybe that's where the savings happen. Of course, yeah. So booking well ahead of time, that's one of our, outside of cheap flight stay, that's just one That's one of our standard recommendations and pieces of advice to, to people um, all year round is obviously the further ahead you can book, generally you're going to get better value versus booking last minute. Um, and we have lots of other tips too. You know, booking if you're able to travel during the week as opposed to on a weekend. Generally, you're going to find cheaper travel during the week. Um, and you know, some people now might be able to have that flexibility to travel during the week versus on the weekends. Um, 
if you're looking to travel to a set destination, then that's one thing. But, you know, a lot of people also are open to discovering new destinations. And so if you're a bit more open with where you'd like to travel to, you might also be able to find deals. We list a lot of those deals that come up on our website on the homepage, cheapaware.ca, um, for, for our for our customers to, to sort of always stay aware of and, uh, and to be aware of what, uh, what the ongoing deals are. Yeah, and you kind of touched on it. Uh, the airlines aren't in the business to help me out save money. There, <laughs> I mean, they do they do play little tricks on cutting back on uh, availability and you know uh, the amount of flights, maybe from uh, two times daily to three times a week, that kind of thing, right? Right, and so that's I think why it's we we really recommend travelers to to look at comparison websites um there are lots of them online cheapaware.ca is one of them where you can enter obviously if you're traveling from somewhere in canada to 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 another destination you can enter where you're traveling from the destination you want to travel to you can enter the dates the number of travelers and then we will present you with all of the options available from all of our airline partners um and at the top, we'll display the ones that we recommend because we think they offer the best value or the shortest travel time. But then it's really for you, the traveler, to decide which one you want to go with. But that's really why we, that's the power behind sort of a recommendation um, algorithm. Can I set up uh, like a, a notice like to, for you to track it? Like if I'm looking for, well, I'll use my London example and uh, say I'm not going till next year or something like that. Do you track it and, and send notices to say, hey, this uh, flight is really uh, cheaper now than it's ever going to be. Maybe you should book now, that type of thing? Yeah. So if, if you want that as a customer, then we offer that on the website. So we don't do it by default. But if you're searching for a flight and you want to get notifications of, um, of that, how that price changes, whether the price goes up or goes down in the days mm -hmm. following when you search for it, you can receive that type of notification that's specific to the search that you did. Um, on the other hand, if you just want to receive regular updates on travel deals and travel offers around the world, around the globe, if you're just sort of, you know, sort of more in that sort of browsing, uh, browsing mode, not yet set on a fixed destination, then we also have a newsletter that we send on a weekly basis that gives you a summary of all of the offers, all of the deals that are available that week. So it can either be generic like that in general, or also something very specific to a search that you've done if you know exactly where you want to travel to and you just want to wait to get the best price on that on that destination. Nice. Um, how does it work? I'm just curious how the airlines, uh, let's, uh, you know, if they start out with 100 seats at a certain price uh, six months out and, you know, they get down to 50 seats, the price changes. Is that all preset or like, how do the algorithms work? Do you know anything about that? Yeah, so there's there's a lot of complexity behind how that pricing model works for airlines. Um, and it's ultimately based on supply and demand, availability of tickets, popular routes, like obviously Toronto to London is mm -hmm. a super popular one. Toronto to Cancun in, uh, in Mexico, very popular. There are, there are different routes that, often, that have different levels of popularity. But ultimately, yes, it's based on availability, popularity of routes, availability of tickets. Each of the airlines has their own um, pricing logic um, to determine that type of thing. Um, our job at Cheapware is really to show to the customer the best offers that are available across all of our airline partners um, and also allow the customer to compare. So the customer can search for their the flights that they're interested in and then compare the offers that are available between the different airlines and ultimately choose the flight that's right for that. 
Mm-hmm. Have you noticed that I don't even know if you work uh, with the uh, ultra low cost carriers since they've arrived in Canada? I'm thinking of Lynx and Canada Jetlines. Have they uh, made a dent or are they a factor in how they price their tickets with the big players? Yeah, so we, we do. So we work with Canada Jetlines. We work with Lynx. We work with Flair. Um, we work with, as I said, over over 500 airline partners around around the world, including a lot of uh, a lot of carriers here in Canada. They're, they're very competitive. Um, a lot of for a lot of customers, that's that's very important because they're looking for that uh, for that for that value from that airline. Um, but really, our position is, as I said, to to give customers all of the choice, um, present them with all of the options that are available. Uh, and then let the customer decide uh, which you know which airline they want to travel with if they have loyalty to a specific airline, or find the cheapest flight if that's really what's most important to them. Um, that's really for the customer to decide. Our role is really to give the customer all of the options available, and then and then help them book with the uh, the flight that they that they want to go with. Well, I've always said choice is a good thing. So <laughs> the more yeah. choices you have, the better it is. So you can check everything out on Cheap Air Day. That is uh, August the 23rd. And it's just not one day, right? It's it's kind of the start of a trend, as you were saying. Correct. Yeah. So Cheap Flight State starts on August 23rd. Uh, but really, it's the end of the peak summer travel season. And so it's not just one day. It'll continue for the weeks, um, you know, end of August, start of September, where you'll start to see those fairs for fall travel and for the the, the, the winter holiday uh, season start to become available with some really great offers uh, that you can find online at cheapoair.ca. Well, here's to cheap flights. <laughs> Daniel Hader is the Associate Director for Cheapo Air. You can check everything out, cheapoair.ca. It was uh, great chatting with you, Daniel. Thank you. Thanks so much for your time, Randy. This is the Informed Traveler podcast. I'm Randy Sharman. Just want to remind you of our website, theinformedtraveler.org. That's where you'll find our contact page if you have any comments or questions about the podcast. You can also email me with any questions you might have. My email address is randy at theinformedtraveler.org. And if you want to get up-to-date travel info through the week or just see a few amusing travel stories and links, you can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash informedtraveler. Or you can follow me on Twitter at Informed Traveler. So now, as always, we'd like to end the show with our weekly roundup. And joining us to do that is Ken Stewart from Cropa Travel Solutions. Good day, sir. Hello, Randy. Hello, everybody. <laughs> how has your, uh, your week been? It's good. During the summer months, we, we slow down. But for us and uh, a lot of other agents and suppliers that have been posting on uh, different sites and stuff that we have, Bookings for the fall and winter season are really, really strong. Just a reminder, too, because it's still fairly new. In the one sense, if you're flying into Cancun uh, and staying in the Cancun or the Riviera Maya area, there's always been the visit tax uh, in place since about 2021, but it was never really enforced. Uh, we received an email a couple of weeks ago now that is being enforced by the Mexican government. So they are checking and the airlines are checking. It's required for boarding your flight to return home. So you don't have to have it to get into the country, but we recommend you do. It just saves everything a lot easier. Uh, there's two options. You can pay through the kiosk at the airport, 
either when you arrive or when you're checking in for your departure home, but that could take you time or a kiosk not, not be working. So the easiest way is uh, there's uh, two links. There's a Canadian company uh, that you can use, and the other one is through the Mexican government. So uh, they're real easy to find online, or if not, give us a call, and we'll uh, point you in the right direction to help you out if you need it. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. Okay. Uh, Air Canada Vacations still got some great pricing and availability for Europe this fall. And for the sun destinations for the winter. And with them, uh, right now, if you're booking more than four months out for the next few weeks and still on, uh, they're going to give you $100 per person. So if you're a family of four, you're going to save $400 on your booking and whatever the great pricing is that we can get you. And a new feature uh, for those of you who have aeroplan points, uh, you can still not only collect those points for flights on your packages with Air Canada Vacations, but now you can convert your uh, aeroplan points into Air Canada gift cards, and we can use those to pay all or part of your vacation package. Oh, nice. I like airplane. that, being so an Aeroplan again, member. Yeah, it's a way to use them rather than, you know, because all the times it's tough to use flights and everything like that, but this way you can book a package. And uh, depending on how many aeroplane points you can convert, we can put that whole amount on your uh, package. Nice. I like it. Uh, summer winding down, as much as I hate to say that. <laughs> but if you're a tennis buff, you might want to be interested in a package for Wimbledon in 2024. Uh, these packages include tickets, accommodations, and uh, theater and dining tickets for a night out. Uh, Paul Gauguin Cruises, again, a reminder, they're celebrating their 25th anniversary of sailing in Tahiti in the South Pacific this year. Uh, Tahiti, we've mentioned it several times now, that they're limiting the sizes of the cruise ships to sail in their territory. So that's going to take some of the other cruise lines out of there. Uh, Paul Gauguin, though, has been doing it. They've got the right size ship, um, great itineraries, and lots to do on there. And again, for solo travelers, like sailings with no single supplement, which is huge. Uh, right now, new bookings by September the 1st, uh, they're going to give you an air credit of $1,000 per person. Uh, not per cabin, but per person. So, of course, wow. if you're like Andy, uh, you can want in an extra night or two. He's going to take his wife to Bora Bora, and uh, he can use that <laughs> airfare credit to help pay for that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, a thousand uh, bucks. A thousand bucks is a pretty good savings there. So, well, exactly. I know. So, for the two of you, that's $2,000. That'll there you go. pay for your extra nights in Bora Bora. There you go. <laughs> uh, it's going to be winter here, but summer in Antarctica. So you're still going to have some snow, but a cool way to experience Scenic's Eclipse. It's got a couple of great itineraries to check this trip off your bucket list. Uh, savings, depending on the itinerary, from uh, $2,500 to $5,000 per couple. Airfare included as well. Uh, now is always the book time, best time to book for your travel adventure. Savings everywhere. Holy cow. Savings everywhere. And Antarctica, I think, is still it's, it's on my bucket. I think it would be really cool to go and see. I would love to do that, yeah. Wonder River Cruise, sister company Emerald River Cruises, has added a free three-night Prague city stay on their Danube Explorer highlights of Budapest sailings for 2024. And then uh, just because they like you, they're going to throw in uh, $300 per person savings if you book more savings. More savings, 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 savings. Uh, Amber Waterways River Cruises, uh, great job they do as well. Understands there are lots of solo travelers nowadays, so for the Asia and Europe sailings. Uh, they have solo cabins that are dedicated for those travelers. And for new bookings by the end of September, the supplement is only 20% instead of the regular uh, amounts that they charge. And a lot of times, uh, solo supplements can be as much as 50% or more, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. especially on cruises. So, again, a great saving there. Uh, we talk about this, again, a lot. Sometimes they say people think we're a broken record, but uh, it's surprising how often it happens. 
Uh, whether you're traveling now or not, check your passports and other important uh, items or documents you need to travel with. Make sure they are valid. Often your passport needs to be valid a minimum of six months after your travel date, and that's your return date for many countries and destinations. Uh, example, we had a client doing a river cruise, found out he wanted to upload and uh, put his information for his cruise, and he was two days past on his oh expiry date. So he had to get a brand new passport before he could register and everything there. So again, he was well out ahead of time, but again, it takes time to get those done. So you want to make sure, uh, make sure you've got your vaccination with you just in case, because COVID is still out there, even though we don't hear a lot about it. And as well, make sure you know the rules and restrictions for when and where you're traveling. As many countries are now requiring you to go online and do your entry visa. And popular ones that we see a lot of is the Vista tax, like we just mentioned. And Jamaica, Cuba, the Dominican Republic all have online uh, forms that you need to fill out prior to arriving in the countries. Good to know. Yeah. You don't want to be leaving that to the last minute. No, not at all. And again, we just want to thank everybody for listening every week. Uh, remember, like both our Crowfoot Travel and the Informed Traveler Facebook pages and check them out on a regular basis along with our websites. Uh, we're always keeping you updated on ongoing travel situations, you in particular, Randy, uh, along with giving you great travel stories, tips, tricks, and advice, along with some great travel offers and savings on our sites. So you miss a show or two, you can just go to our CrowfootTravel.com website, click on the Informed Traveler box on the right-hand side and get all the links for the show you just missed. Excellent. And if people want to give you a call and talk about all those great savings, what's the number? <laughs> Toll free 877-511-5511. Relax. It's all taken care of. Indeed, sir. Have a great week, everyone. And that is our show for this week. If you have comments or questions, we'd love to hear from you. You can let me know by sending me an email at randy at theinformedtraveler.org. If you like what you heard, tell a friend. You can check out our website too, theinformedtraveler.org. In the meantime, thanks for listening, travel safe, and be an informed traveler.